Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I'm so happy you tuned in today, and I hope it's worth your while. And I hope I'll share something that will have an impact in your life and that you certainly can be a difference maker in this lost world. And I've been talking about prayer and the, and the importance of prayer and and how important it is to give praise to God and worship Him with adoration. I want to continue continue that today. And I closed yesterday. I shared about a movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. It's called Glory, where uh, African-American men fought for our country even through oppression. They counted on their Heavenly Father to lead them, and they praised His holy name. And it's worth watching as you watch them praise the name of Jesus. I am so thankful for God using them and, and, and these men showing the world the importance of praising God and how God worked in their lives. And, you know, from that video, they were, they were, they were living the Scripture. These men were living the Scripture. They were rejoicing always. They were praying continually. They were giving thanks in all circumstances, going to the Lord in prayer by singing praises. They had a lot of things going against them, the prejudice of the world, the danger of fighting in a battle, but they did what each and every one of us should do is pray and sing and be thankful and for his bountiful blessings, choosing to take the higher ground instead of the world dictate to them. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the men in the movie Glory. Thank you for Martin Luther King who led an incredible number of people to you and Lord showed how Important it is to stand up for what is right, what is true, what is biblical. Lord, help us to do the same. Give us the strength to fight the odds. And Lord, don't let the world, I pray you wouldn't let the world persuade us any other way. That we wouldn't give in to the evils of prejudice. We would not give in to the evils of, of trying to judge others. That we would love each other deeply with your love. God, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for giving me life. And I thank you for the opportunity to share with these dear people this day. And may you bless their lives powerfully, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we serve a mighty God, and we need to praise his name. I used to, you know, you probably remember, I used to sing a lot on the radio, but because of some uh, radio things dealing with um, I can't remember what it is, but I'm not supposed to sing anymore on the radio. So I'm, I'm, I don't. So I don't sing anymore on the radio. But I, I just I'm, all these songs come to mind. I, I want to sing because I just love singing to the Lord. But we just don't. We don't just pray rejoicing. We learn to pray continually through the good and through the bad, thanking God for His bountiful blessings when things are going well, thanking God. For the times that we learn and grow through trials, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that people uh, tell stories about. I there was a friend of mine years ago, and his name was Steve, Steve Sataki, and and he shared once in a, a men's retreat, and he he virtually was given a death sentence because his heart was gone. He was in his 30s, and then he recently married, and and they said without a transplant he wouldn't survive. But I don't have time to tell you the whole whole story, but the doctor had given him three months. If something wasn't done and miraculously were able to buy some time by putting a mechanical heart in his chest. Actually, it sat right above his stomach and he wasn't doing too bad for a while, 
But starting going downhill and finding a heart donor isn't like easy, folks. I can tell you that from being and hearing the story. But a God, again, came to him. A young 39-year-old woman passed away. And then she was on the donor list, and Steve received her heart seven years after that. After, and uh, I mean, seven years ago from when I shared this story, and, he, and he's been, he was doing great. And he had passed, and, and things worked well. You know, he showed us uh, pictures of his six or, or seven heart patients that stood with him at the clinic that were going through the same thing. He said all became close. They became close friends during this time because they were going through the same thing. But but now he was the only survivor of that group. We don't know why he's what's going on in his life, but we knew he was blessed. Whether he lived or died, he said, "I am blessed." And I'm following the Lord. And how great that is. And I haven't talked to Steve in, in quite a while. I, I Hopefully he's still doing well, but I don't, I don't know. But uh, it's not always easy, but I want to encourage each of us to look to the bright side of life. We can focus on all the why me's or poor me's, but we need to thank God for what we have. Be careful not to quench what God can do. That's what he says in that passage I read yesterday. Do not quench the Spirit of God. Sometimes our attitudes quench the Spirit of God. When God is trying to get us totally to focus on him, and I know there are some of you out there listening today that really are not even focused on this message. You're probably just driving around thinking about this and that and hear my voice in the background and maybe something to stick out. But I, you might be thinking about the coming up football games this next weekend, the Boise State or whatever it might be. I'm telling you this. Take a few minutes and focus on Almighty God and what he wants to do in your life and what he's done in your life and thank him. We must learn to sing to God with gratitude in our hearts. You know, my, I've had some great pastors at Cloverdale Church of God over the years. Pastor Brian Seidel, who now pastors the Oregon Trail Church of God, he was with me, I think, 12 or 13 or 14 years, doing a great job. At, it's Actually, it's called The Journey now. I, excuse me for you over there that might be listening. It's called The Journey, and it's off the Middleton exit. But Brian's doing a fantastic job because he's allowing God to lead him. But I remember how he uh, led worship at some of our retreats years ago by playing the guitar, and, and it was so awesome. You could you just... You could just see the power of God, and we'd enter into his gates, as the Bible says, with thanksgiving in our heart. And there's a song that entered the gates with his, his thanksgiving, and that's so vital. In Colossians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul says this in verse 15 through 17. He says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, through hymns, and songs of the Spirit, singing to God with gratitudes in our hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Singing with gratitude in our hearts. And in all we do, giving thanks to our Father in heaven. He adores our praise. And praying with rejoicing and thanksgiving is big. 
Our singing time before each of our messages should lead us into a time of reflection and hearing God's Word clearly. That's why churches usually have a worship service, pray, call it a worship service, prior to the message because they are setting up the message so you're in a spirit of worship as you listen to the pastor share from the Bible, from the Word of God, and hopefully that we do that. By expressing gratitude, you demonstrate your relationship to Him. You see, God gets it. He is so pleased you're honoring Him, and most importantly, recognizing that He is watching over you and leading you. I imagine when He watches you worship and watches churches worship, the angels in heaven gather together and they rejoice and praise Him because people are praising Him all over the world. But folks, there's many people, many, many people that are doing just the opposite. Many, many people that have left God out of their lives. Many people who claim to be Christian who leave God and worship out of their lives. They just, they just say, I believe, and they think that's gonna cut it. Well, the Bible says even the demons believe. Folks, it takes action. It takes response. It takes when you say you believe in something, prove it by the way you're living. Prove it by your life. God will open up things to you like you have never seen before. You will see the power of God powerfully when you worship him. Worship him when you're home alone. When you get up early in the morning and go into a, another room like I do in the morning, go in, you can just call upon him. You can tell him anything, and he will hear you. And sometimes you could even hear his small voice just tapping you and saying, well done, my good and faithful servant, and giving you an impression to do something. So many times the Holy Spirit of God has impressed on me to do something that I would not have done if it wouldn't have been for him impressing on me. I believe that with all my heart. By expressing gratitude, you generate humility. You recognize it's not about you, but it's about God and you. He's your hope and glory, that God is on the throne of your life, and that know this, that God has your best interest in mind. He can do much more through us when we recognize him and we humble ourselves before him. By expressing gratitude, you claim your dependence on him. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you every hour. I need you. Just like so clearly we've seen in this world, we've seen some great things happen and how people's lives have been touched and people have given their lives to Jesus Christ. I just recently watched the, the movie about, about Phil and the, um, oh man, it went brave, Duck Dynasty. You know, it's just, uh, just uh, amazing, The Blind. Amazing how God changed his life. If you have not seen that movie, The Blind, you need to see it. And if you have some non-Christian friends, take them to it to see the transformation that took place is amazing and the power of God, how it worked. Man, I was thrilled. It just, it woke me up in a sense and says, you know, get busy. People need you, need the Lord so desperately. My prayer, too, is that, you know, we would, lead folks. When I pray at the House of Representatives, I pray that God would lead our leaders. And I pray for our leaders and pray that God would use them. 
when I pray for the church and the needs, I pray God would use them. And I think of people that are struggling, that God would use them. When I think of some of you out there that are struggling, that God would use you and you would come to him and recognize his transforming power in your life. He loves you. Have a nice day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.